Hey. Hi. Hi, welcome. Hello, welcome. I think do I do you usually welcome or do I usually welcome? I think we switch off, but you're doing it now. I'm welcoming you today. Oh, thank you. Welcome to the Book Squad Podcast. 94% bookish banter, 6% shenanigans. From Lawrence Public Librarians, Kate Gramlick and Polly Kim. So what we're doing today um, is we're going to get very scared. <laughs> it's because it's almost Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's very scary time. And we're going to talk about horror. Horror. Which is a genre yeah. that you and I Neither of us. don't know a lot about. No. Even though I went through a hardcore Stephen King phase. You did? In middle school. Aw. That's been a little hot minute since no. middle school. It was like two, two years ago. <laughs> Uh, God bless you. I would say it's scary <clears throat> how little I know about horror. <laughs> Don't yes. make me laugh really loud. We've got a drum set in here. I should I just do a bunch. I know. I just laughed really loud. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but that was actually really funny. Thanks. Good job, you. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking about it. <laughs> ah, that's my last one. So. Surprise. All right. Uh, so you've got okay. some kind of definition-y things. I do. So because we are librarians and mm. we didn't know a lot about this particular genre, we did our research mm-hmm. and we turned to She's other... She's using the we very liberally. <laughs> we... Polly did research. <laughs> we turned to some other librarians that we know and mm-hmm. love and who are experts in horror. So um, Becky Spratford, who um, is a librarian who runs RA for All, mm-hmm. which is a great reader's really advisory great blog. blog. So mm-hmm. if you want to get a little down deeper into reader's advisory which maybe you do because you listen to a, a book podcast, mm-hmm. um, you can check that out. And Kelly Peter, who is a librarian who used to be here. Used to be here. And that the Lawrence Public Librarian has, has moved away and mm-hmm. started a new life doing other library things. Um, but she is a, a huge yeah. a horror reader and gave us some suggestions also. So mm-hmm. um, let's get started. All right. Let's get started. Let me tell – I'm going to tell you, you what, what horror is – and then some little history that I gleaned from this book, and then and then we can just talk about what we do with it. So, I, I mean, people, just like romance, mm-hmm. when in romance, mm-hmm. like you can have romantic books, you can have books that have romantic elements, or there are just romance books uh-huh. that have to have a happily ever after. Mm-hmm. The same kind of thing with horror. So you can have books that have like horrific things um, in them, uh-huh, horrific uh-huh. elements, but the genre... The horror books itself are written with the intention to frighten and cause unease. But so, and so, but in the end, has to be not resolved. Right? Yeah. Okay. So typically, they're not resolved. So, I there is a definition of of horror that I that um, Becky Spratford uses, um, and I think Kelly sort of gave that also um, the the to um, frighten and unease. Um, so it's a story in which the author manipulates the reader's emotions by introducing situations in which unexplainable phenomena and unearthly creatures threaten the protagonist and provoke terror in the reader. Mm-hmm. And often you are not sure at the end of that book mm-hmm. whether or not things have been resolved. So, okay. um, But the thing that I, that I really loved that I really loved in that, you know, learning about this. And I feel like I remember both Kelly and Becky talking about this at, at different points, just chatting with them, is that um, horror is an emotion. Mm-hmm. 
So horror and romance books actually have a lot in common Mm. in some ways, um, to draw that analogy again. But it's really about provoking emotion emotion. Mm -hmm. in the reader. Mm -hmm. So... um, whether you're crying or peeing your pants. Yes. Uh, or, or screaming or whatever. Whatever. Yes. But you, but your heart's racing. Mm-hmm. You can't put the book down. Like, yes, there's, it's evoking this emotion. In Maybe it. that's why I don't read either one. I'm just like, nope. I don't want. Dead emotions. No feelings. <laughs> no feelings. Feelings bad. <laughs> so, but, but if you like feelings, this is it. Yeah, this so, is cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's a cool way to frame it. Yeah. And I, and so, uh, you know, going back, so Becky starts talking about, um, horror sort of around the late seven, mid to late 1700s mm-hmm. when like with the rise of gothic novels mm-hmm. was sort of that the start of that atmospheric feeling because that the atmosphere is really important mm-hmm. it's a really important appeal factor for horror books and I think if you know we've talked about appeal factors before mm-hmm. on the podcast so um, it's the, you know, the thing that sort of draws you in to a book. So in doorway wise, would we say like, that's the same thing as like setting? Yeah. Okay. I would say so. So setting and plot are probably. Not plot oh, so oh. much. Setting and um, character mm. might because you have to care whether or not. True. Yeah. Yeah. Something bad happens to these if you characters. you don't give it poop, then. Right. Um. So um, there are different, and and that's another important thing is, um, so, you know, the the intention to cause this emotion, to cause unease and fright is what draws people to reading horror. Mm -hmm. Um, If you like that feeling, then you're going to like horror, but then figuring out what it is underneath that, Mm -hmm. you know, finding out those other appeal factors, like is character important to you? Is setting important? Is plot important to you? So different different kinds of horror books will have different I mean you're not going to just like any old horror book if you like horror this it's kind of ap- like yeah it's yeah. like any other genre it's like it's you like, have your things uh-huh. that you gravitate toward right mm-hmm. appeal still counts mm-hmm. so um which is what makes it tricky to recommend yeah things in a genre that you don't necessarily read right that's why you that's why you you do a little research mm-hmm. and you get good and it doesn't take a it doesn't take a lot but um but so uh, so I think you know Becky sort of starts the history of the horror novel with with gothic novels mm-hmm. and then when the enlightenment happens um to the world mm-hmm. that's also sort of when um horror novels kind of start to change really um, think frankenstein okay that, yeah um jekyll and hyde island of dr moreau and you kind of like that leads on out to um about dracula is sort of the uh-huh. just p- is around the end of the enlightenment period but that's that's when sci- like so, mm-hmm, science yeah. really starts to play a part in like that's terrifying. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, so that sort of play a part. And then um, after that, you sort of enter the age of ghost stories um, in which characters are sort of haunted by spirits or their own inter- in- inner demons. Internal ghosts. Internal ghosts. And then – and that's around um, the time, too, when Lovecraft starts mm-hmm. writing. And that – you know, H.P. Lovecraft has a huge impact mm-hmm. on people – and then that sort of ushers in the pulp era, which she places, um, Becky Spratford places that from 1930 to 1973. Okay. Very specific. Uh, yeah, really. 73 specific because 74 is when Stephen King starts writing how, and changes How wild, everything. though, to be like the person. Right. 
You cha- you changed uh, everything, Stephen King, and we love you. His so, brain. <clears throat> um, so in that pulp era, the 1930s to 1973, that's the, sort of the beginning of modern horror. So think like Shirley Jackson and mm-hmm. Ray Bradbury. And a lot of that pulp was mined for what we now understand as like horror movie genre. Yeah, okay, that's so what I was wondering. Yeah, A lot of the monster movies mm-hmm. during this time. Blah, blah, um, blah. Yeah, so all that like Bella Lugosi and, mm-hmm. and all that. And then... Um, and then that it sort of comes Stephen to a head King's with weird brain, right? But don't forget, in there, 1968 was Night of the Living Dead, mm. which was sort of the benchmark like zombie movie. It's still okay. like people love it, and so um, and then you've got sort of like you've, around that time you've got Rosemary's Baby mm-hmm. and The Exorcist, which were both books. Night of the Living Dead was not a book, mm-hmm. but Rosemary's Baby and The Exorcist were both books that became like huge movies. Oh I mean, gosh. they actually won Still Oscars. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I thought like, I think I read The Exorcist was nominated for like 10 Oscars or something. Can you, I can't wild. think of like any horror Any movies. horror, no. Well, Get Out was a horror movie. Yeah. that. But it was billed under comedy at one point. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a recent Oscar yeah. winner, but I don't, I don't, maybe it's. Maybe one of the Guillermo del Toro. Maybe. Oh, we'll go, go, we can go back and take a look at that. But so so anyway, that comes right up to 1974 when Stephen Hecking King <laughs> writes <laughs> Carrie. And, that was his first one? Okay. And changes everything. Yeah. Well, how long do you know when the movie Carrie came out? It couldn't have been that much longer because um, I just am picturing... Maybe it was seventy six. Because yeah, I'm imagining like what's John Travolta yeah. has had that beautiful flip of hair going on. He's a, he is John Travolta. Really? Yeah. Is he the? Isn't he in there? I don't know. No, he's I don't in know. there. And William Sissy Spacek. Ca- is yeah, the and one William Cat is in there. Isn't he in there with the curly? With the cur- maybe we'll, we'll have to see. I oh. just remember watching that before I started my period and being terrified. Oh my goodness. That would be terrifying. Mm-hmm. I rem- I watched that as way too young. I remember mm-hmm. that, and we were across the street at a neighbor's house, and it was nighttime, and uh, it was Phoenix. So everybody had their doors open because mm-hmm. you had your doors open. Oh god! And at the very end, when the, the scary thing uh-huh. happens, that we just scream. Oh, I bet. Oh my god! And my mom heard us screaming from across the street. So, anyway, yeah, that was a that was a that was a great. Great scare right there. Mm. So, um, and then around this time, like that's when we get Anne Rice starting to write, mm. Dean Koontz, mm-hmm. um, Clive Barker, mm-hmm. who's a little more on the slashery yeah. gore end, I think, than um, Stephen King even. Um, and then now, so all of those, I mean, and those folks are still writing, still cranking it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got a lot of other folks writing. And then now um, there is sort of a turn towards dark fantasy in some ways, mm-hmm. which is not actually true horror. Because usually in dark fantasy, things wrap sort up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, and there's just a lot of crossover, like paranormal. So, you know. Well, in, and also like psychological Yes. Fiction. Mm-hmm. That's where... Thrillers. So, yeah. So there's not a lot of... Um, uh, there's just some... I mean, it's getting muddy. There's it's there's like... You can definitely know if it's a true horror, but then there are other things, again, that are just getting muddy. And I think it's... That's just a... You know, horror is... It's 
big. It's popular. It's like people are into it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and I don't know if people even realize that they're into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like the All the Walking Dead Uh folks, probably a whole bunch of those folks who watch The Walking Dead, you know, didn't even realize that it was a comic book or graphic novel before. Um, Or or maybe, and maybe they don't watch any other sort of thing, but Mm -hmm. that just drew them in for some reason. And it's, it is horrible. It's games to be nightmares. Oh man. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I know. That's the weird thing. I was trying to think like I was recapturing the feeling I had first watching Carrie when you were talking about Mm -hmm. it. And I do like it. Like Mm -hmm. the excitement like my, I like I feel like I've sort of got a little bit of adrenaline just thinking about, just like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I've got like a love hate relationship with horror movies because mm-hmm. I'm scared. I mean, you could stand on the other side of that door, and I know you're standing on the other side of that door, <laughs> and you could come around the corner and say boo, and I would probably jump. Uh-huh. So I I too have an overactive yes. nervous system. Yes, yes. <laughs> like when so, somebody drops a. Something next yes. to me. I like, yeah. freak out. But yeah, no. But I like it. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. maybe you do like that. Mm-hmm. You ha- like having that emotion triggered in you. Yeah. But in a safe in a safe yeah. environment. Exactly. But I am kind of afraid, and this might encourage me to, I am kind of afraid to read it because when you're watching the movie, half the time my hands in front of my face and my pillows in front of my face mm-hmm. and I'm just peeking out tiny, tiny bit. You can't really read that way. <laughs> no, that's so really hard to do. You're right. Maybe an audiobook and I can just cover my ears at times. <laughs> I'll just pull my just headphones like, oh, Okay, yeah, no, no. Well, I, yeah, I would. So tell me, I know you were thinking of some of the some of the horror books that you've read. Yeah. So tell me some that you've read. So, um, and I was just looking up this author, um, so Stephen Graham Jones uh, is a Native American. He's a Blackfeet Native American horror writer. And um, he wrote a full-length novel called Mongrels. Um, but he also wrote this uh, like novella called Mapping the Interior. And it's just – it's super eerie. It's not jump scare. It's not – it's like vaguely paranormal, but also it's kind of just one that you just don't know what the heck is happening the mm. whole time. Like, mm-hmm. is this kid like talking to ghosts? Is he having some sort of right? Yeah, and and it's just very unsettling. It's extremely yes. unsettling. That's, and that is that's exactly like classic horror where you they just I think a good horror author starts right from the beginning, like making you. Confused. Confused yeah. and unsettled right. and uncomfortable. Yeah. And then it just – and then it builds from mm-hmm. there. So like – and then by the end, you should be, you, you know, like fran- – it should become like almost frantic. Like you sort can't – panicking, yeah. That last third of the book, mm-hmm. you should not be able to put that book down. Well, and that's how it is with Helen Oyeyemi too. Um, and she's not – she's not shelved in horror, but she's – and she's got – um, these really spooky elements to almost all of her stories. But White is for Witching is one that incorporates like ghosts and confusion and this house that's a narrator and like these generations of women. And um, and that one I read before I started working here actually. Um, and that, that definitely, it filled me with unease. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, should we have a copy of it in horror? Hmm. Yeah, or not. Maybe. I don't know. That's the hard thing. Is yeah. There are some, there are definitely literary novels mm-hmm. 
that could be classified under horror? Like, do we have, like, I don't, I think uh, Rebecca <laughs> is under, is, is in literature, it's uh-huh. in our general, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like, that's, that's just a tough thing for libraries to sort of puzzle yeah. out too. If, if it's a literary classic, but it's also horror, do we have Frankenstein in horror? Probably not. I don't know. I bet yeah, we've, I mean, probably not. But we've, yeah. Um, so that's a... And I've noticed a lot of like small publishers are doing, they all have really interesting covers, but um, doing a lot of horror-y books. The lights just shut off in the other room. <laughs> I'm feeling I'm a little unease. I'm a little creeped out, right? Oh, God. But let's just keep moving in here so <laughs> they don't throw Well, if we die, this is it. Uh, it's appropriate. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of like literary, uh, like Jack Jump. I think that's how you say the last name, J-E-M-C. But the grip of it um, is this, like, short, creepy, creepy book. And uh, I forget the publisher. I can find out on the show notes. But they published something else, and it was under literary fiction. And Eli and I were like, maybe we should have them reclassify this because it seems like there's just more and more blending mm-hmm. um, when it's not a classic and when it's maybe a debut author. Right. And, um Yeah. Um, let's see, other ones. So uh, I'm going to name a couple more that aren't in horror, but Haunted by Chuck Palahniuk. Mm. Um, so I was a big Chuck Palahniuk fan in high school. And uh, Haunted came out when I was in college. And um, so it is a kind of a freaky story, kind of like a survivor, um, like where like people get voted off or killed off or whatever. So that's happening. And then the chapters in between those chapters are these little backstory things for each of the characters. And um, this one was maybe the most visceral read I've ever had in my entire life. Um, he, so it's a, it's a story that's, it's called Guts, and it's within Haunted. <gasps> oh, Did you read or you hear this? You told me about it. I don't oh know. Oh, my God. I don't think. Oh, my God. I don't know. I, I read it when I was, like, waiting for my friend to be in a wedding. Like, I was, like, there early. And I had to go leave the building, pace around. Like, I'm kind of getting, like, oh, right now. <laughs> I didn't even read like, it. You just told me the yes, premise, and it made and, me And he, when he reads that story... Over 100 people have passed out at his readings. That's how freaking visceral it is. Yeah. And, like, I don't really even remember much of the rest of the book, but, like, that story is a is a, is a a horror story. Yeah. Um, but not in a ghosty way. Not, not in a, a, not no, in a no, nope. no. In, like, a bodily way that you yes. just have to read. Yeah. And that's actually – that's maybe an important thing to know about yourself. Like, do you – do you, can you handle gore? Like, like, do you when you're talking to when you talk go talk to your librarian or when you're looking things up and you're like, it's okay, not even gore. I want to gore in the regular way either. No, I want to read some. Like, I want to read mm-hmm. some horror. I want to try some horror mm-hmm. out. Like, you, it's you know, what is it that like creeps you out mm-hmm. the most? Is it like psychological stuff? Mm-hmm. Is it like creepy ghosty stuff? You're right. Is yeah, it yeah. like serious physical like? Just nastiness and gruesomeness. And I was, and, I was sweating right now. Oh. Yeah. Um, so no, I mean that's a like that would might be an important thing to know about yourself. And and I think we're gonna give some suggestions later mm-hmm. that our friend Kelly gave us. Um, and then I've got I have some suggestions too for different like maybe subgenres or the main genre headings. Um, that um, well, do you want to jump in Becky? to 
that, and maybe we can plug some of Kelly's recommendations yeah. in there. Let's do that. Because so, I don't really, I mean, like I said, I, I was going to say, I don't, aside from like I had an intense I'm passionate affair with Stephen King in middle school. And I never read, I've never read any Stephen King. Yeah. And I've I, seen a lot of the movies, but. I read, like, I loved his short stories. And some of those have just really stayed mm-hmm. with me. Like, I, I'll remember this creepy story and I'm like, oh, man, that's right. I read that, like, sometimes like the 30 shorter years stories. ago, 35 yeah. years ago, I read that. And it was just, and yeah, I'm like, ooh. But a lot of his, like, short stories had been, have been turned into mm-hmm. movies, too, because mm-hmm. they're that, just that good. Um but yeah, no, I read. I I distinctly remember reading it like mm-hmm. on a long car oh trip God, no. where I was just lying. I think I was in. This is why you have are so terrified of things. Cause it might be that there's no. I, I watched Children of the Corn as a child and oh. watched it, but reading it, it would be Children of the Corn embedded in so my brain. Scary. Yeah, super scary. Mm. Yeah, no, it. I it was it was it. Was scary. It's scary, and and yeah. you know, and it's been redone. Is it been redone yeah. like three times now? Yeah, um, I only recognize um, Tim Curry. Tim Curry is the only one for like me. in anything. So I maybe it's only two times. I don't remember, but so that's. I mean, honestly, but I also, I I think I would, I think I would, I would like to find the kind of mm-hmm. horror story that I like. I mean, I think, me too, I think Stephen King is probably the kind that I like where it's not it's not so gruesome um there are like it's more of a slow burn with like yeah ugh. gruesome times but a lot of it is just like look at how horrible mm. humans can be like oh boy just look at <laughs> just look at that darkness inside of us man <laughs> we're weird you know what I mean like yeah um and it all it will take is a little shove from the other side to get us yeah. our knickers in a tor- terrible yeah. twist. And so, like, I think that was – maybe that's what I liked about it when I was in middle school is just, like, subverting that – whole. you know, that's a time when you're really trying to learn how to be a decent mm. human. Oh, my God. And just subverting all of this that. This could have gone horribly wrong mm-hmm. for you. <laughs> or has you it? Oh. You don't Did you know. read American Psycho? No, that's okay. not my jam. I don't I don't like Brady Sinellis's books. No. But, and I started reading that and then I watched the movie and no. I already know I would not care for that. That's too realistic. Yeah. It's it kind too of much is. just hashtag patriot. I don't know if actually that would count as horror. I don't think I mean the movie I think does, but maybe not the book. Right. Actually There's no, some... I you know what? It is in horror. I remember I've shelved it. Yeah, I don't but, is it? Mm-hmm. Because Usually it has to be something like like people do horrible things as people, but almost always it's something it's something a little supernatural or paranormal or from the other side that's making somebody do this horrible thing. Maybe it was the ghost of patriarchy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, all right. You want me to go through those? Do some categories and then I'll okay. see. So this is the way that the great Becky Spradford um, breaks it down. And and um, in this book, her book is called The Reader's Advisory Guide to Horror, um, which is mostly just uh, for library use. It's what librarians use. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably could find it and purchase it yourself mm-hmm. if you really love horror and want to have this. Um, but so she breaks it down under a couple categories. So And then I'm going to give you one book she recommends – from each category. Okay. So she's got classics. You know, those are the ones mm-hmm. they have to have been done before 1970, 
74, 73. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I picked The Haunting of Hill, like The Haunting mm-hmm. of Hill House by Shirley Jackson, mm-hmm. and which is their making a movie of it right now yes. or it's out right now um ghosts and haunted houses so she suggests heart-shaped box by joe hill who if who? you didn't know uh-huh. stephen king's son yep uh zombies. also oh. really good nirvana song oh yeah it is a really good nirvana song. i wonder if i would i bet that's what it's i bet that's what it's based Maybe. on so zombies um uh i picked uh, World War Z, Max Brooks. That's mm-hmm. who. That's who's one of her suggestions. Vampires. I've heard of this book, Let Me In, by John Ajvidi Lind. Oh yeah. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Lindquist, um, Scandinavian, a Scandinavian writer, know. and it's like originally was Let the Right One In, or did well, they make a movie? movie let the right maybe one the in. movie is oh, Let God. the Right One In. I had that's, to quit. I quit watching that. That is based on this book. Oh boy! Like so, it's a vamp. Like the one's yeah. a vampire, and then there's a. Mm-hmm. It's like a kid and a vampire mm-hmm. like make friends. The kid's been really bullied, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've heard that that is just that yeah, will haunt you forever. Mm-hmm. That book, um, Shapeshifters, is another category. Uh, the Ruins by Scott Smith. Um, there's some jungle terror in in Mexico going on in that book. Um, Monsters and Ancient Evil is mm-hmm. the next category. My Soul to Keep by Tananarive Do? Oh, yeah, Tananarive Do. Tananarive Do. Oh, my God. We just ordered that. I read Ghost Summer, her short story collection. She's like one of the queens of horror. Well, this one is about a 500-year-old African spirit Mm -hmm. who just, um, this guy just keeps living this life, but all of a sudden. Yeah. It's, it's on order now. He's unable to do, to do. He's unable to deal with that anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I saw another one under Monsters and Ancient Evil. I'm going to give you a twofer on that one because this one looked really good. It's called Ghost Road Blues by Jonathan Mayberry, mm-hmm. who is, I think, Mayberry. Jonathan Mayberry is kind of one of those. You don't hear it as much as Stephen King, but he's he's yeah he's kind of a big one. Um, and this one just intrigued me. It was like a town murdered a serial killer. Um, a town murdered a, town a murdered killer. A serial killer cool. like and which you know you would think okay well that's terrible but also they were doing a good turn and yeah, but, terrible was not even but on but the list of thoughts I had something <laughs> bad is lurking and it's part of it's the start oh. of a trilogy that sounds good yeah Pine Bluff trilogy or something like that mm. I know I want to check that one out uh, Witches in the Occult is the next theme mm-hmm. so um, Naomi by Douglas Clegg is the one is one that she suggests um, Satan and demonic possession mm-hmm. I just went ahead Joe Hill Joe Hill another Joe Hill yeah. horns yeah which uh-huh. I was just intrigued by that one I've always kind of wanted to read that one it's so the main character Ig is turning into the devil sweet. And you, of course, you would like to read that. That's very up your alley right. of and you, being pushed just over to the edge. Right. Of... You root for this guy, but he's also Satan. Yes, so that's you so don't... bad. I know. <laughs> Not today, Satan. Not and today. he's like, "Yep, actually today, actually today." And then comic horror is the last one. Mm-hmm. That's, and so I, um, a dirty job by Christopher Moore is the one that I picked of her suggestions because I've Christopher Moore writes a lot of really huh. funny. Books. But it actually is horror. Uh huh. Horror. That is what's well, under comic horror. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, that one is just has to do with being. 
death and reaping souls, I think. Sweet. So those are those are um, my suggestions by way of Becky Spratford's suggestions. Right. I did a, I picked some. And we asked um, Kelly Peter for some insight and um, full disclosure, which I'm not sure if she wants this full disclosure. Uh, <laughs> then don't full disclosure uh, it. No, she will. She won't okay. mind. Um, she's getting her wisdom teeth out. <clears throat> which is so, also horrible. Horror. Horrible. Bloodbath. Three. Three wisdom teeth I have teeth all mine in. I don't know when that's going to happen. That's a lot of teeth to come out at one time. Yep. And they're deep up in there. Like that's, yeah. Anyway. That's bad news. Oh, teeth. Speaking of, that's not a book. It's a movie. But teeth, <laughs> the movie. That's a horror. Excellent. It's suggest. horror if you're. Right. A rapist, yes. Yeah. Okay. I think you've talked about it on the mm-hmm. show before. I'll talk mm-hmm. about it every day. Okay. So anyway, so see, these may have been written while she was uh, on Painkillers. I'm not sure. She's also <laughs> hilarious <laughs> off of Painkillers, so I don't know. Could just be. Um, okay. So for one that, uh, like when it comes to like monsters and stuff like that, she said, flesh-eating mermaids came out this year. So land isn't safe with spiders and the ocean isn't safe with mermaids. Uh, Mira Grant's uh, Into the Drowning Deep. And Mira Grant has um, that whole series, uh, like feed and um, oh, parasite yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that is actually the um, pseudonym of Shauna McGuire. Really? Mm-hmm. Who I does, did um, not know mm, that. The Wayward Children. And, yeah, and you know, like feet. Um, Becky actually talks about feet in the book. Feet is not a horror. Oh, oh. story. It's really? Not, mm-hmm, because it wraps up Victoria, like Victoria's at the end. Spoilers. Sorry, that's all right. Sorry about that, but it's not technically a horror, even though horrible things happen. Even though there's zombies in it. Interesting. I know that is interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Ezekiel Boone's Hatching trilogy. Um, she said the first book is her favorite. The third one came out this year. Uh, but there are hor- horrific flesh-eating spiders, and I don't think that I will watch that no. or read that. Mm-mm. No, not after the whole spider problems with with there there. Oh God, yeah. If you haven't read there there, no, yet, thank you. From our last episode, you have to. <laughs> um, okay, so she was saying that psychological horror. So this might be more up my alley. Mm-hmm. Um, you by Carolyn Kepnes um, and Social Creature by Tara Isabella Burton. Um, they're fairly similar books, with, but with their own special, quote-unquote, oh, my God, you're horrible people <laughs> vibes. <laughs> uh, stalking, killing, and overtaking social media accounts to hide the crimes. Makes one wonder if everything you see your friends posting on Facebook and Instagram is really being posted by your friends. Dun-dun-dun. Ooh. Uh-huh. Well, and I follow Kelly on both social media, so maybe... <laughs> maybe she's trying to tell you something. Maybe none of... Maybe she didn't even write this. Mm. <laughs> um... Okay, so then she said, "There's the river at or the river at night" by Erica Ferenick. Ferenick. Uh, four girlfriends are hiking and rafting in the wilderness with disastrous consequences. A bit of the hills have eyes meet deliverance. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, my God, no. She said, I can't believe I still go hiking after reading that one. <laughs> oh, I'm and, not going to read that one. No. and um, I don't know if I can do that. The Descent, That <gasps> is that by Tim Johnston? Is oh, that the same? Okay, so the, the Descent, is that the same thing as the movie Descent, where it's like the women, it's similar. If women go. So they go down into, a, they spelunking. Yes, and then there's like albino, like light, like light terrified creatures that attack them. Oh, God, oh. it's horrible. Anyway. Um, okay. 
So also, she said, like his horror fiction based on um, historical lore, check out The Hunger by Alma Katsu. Um, it's an even more sinister tale of the Donner Party. Um, so it's kind of like Donner Party, but with some paranormal lore in there. Uh, and then also Hag by Kathleen Kaufman uh, for some historical Scottish Occultism, oh, you know, I'm a lo- I know a long line of ancient matriarchal family of witches who have the power to heal and see the future, but who will also wield chaos and destruction if crossed. Oh, that Ooh, sounds awesome! I think we should read that. Yeah, one. that sounds that's, like some Scorpio. That's right so. up our alley. Yeah, Scottish Scorpios. Scottish Scorpios. For okay. Sure. Um, mm, the, okay. the she did say something. Um, Linwood Barclay wrote a noise downstairs, which is spooky but not too frightening. It's very atmospheric. Um, not overly gory, and there's some discussions of sex, but not graphic details. Uh, so, kind of more of a whodunit psychological thriller. That's good, like a okay. light yeah. horror. So, if I you guess. want, if you, if you're like, okay, it's Halloween, it's mm-hmm. October, I want, I want to get a little spooped, but I don't want something too spooky. I love the spoopy thing. <laughs> that's um, yeah, that'd be a noise downstairs. Just, that would be a, yeah, a noise downstairs. That sounds right. That's, yeah. Get into that one if you're not an uber horror fan. Mm-hmm. And we've got so Kelly gave us a whole list of uh, recommendations, and we can we can link mm-hmm. them and her brilliance. I was really uh, interested notes. in this particular one, though. I wanted to I wanted yeah. to mention the uh, the Scooby Doo mm-hmm. meddling kids. Oh yeah, that's got a really cool it's book cover. This, yeah, it does. So the Scooby Gang is all or think it's of the Scooby like Gang Spoopy all grown up gang. <laughs> and, and fairly well dysfunctional trying to solve a crime of their youth that is paranormal and not some dude wearing a creepy (laughs) mask. None of the characters are all that likable, but I still couldn't help enjoying a book from a nostalgia standpoint. So that was, I thought that was interesting. Oh, wait, this sounds good too. So In the House, In the House in the Dark by Laird Hunt. And I think I read Laird Hunt like a um, historical fiction of his. Uh, so think New England fairy tale for adults, colonial American Puritan backdrop with strong female characters, witches, witchcraft, dark forests, human-esque wolves, oh. and coming to terms with their own internal evil. Oh, another Scorpio book. Okay. So those two, maybe like, I don't know. I'm not afraid of witches. Like that doesn't I know. Me. I know witches I think I'm more just me. fascinated by them. But I think like for horror... Like for things to spoop me, I think it might have to be like real, real scary. Yeah. I I read The Cabin at the End of the World by Paul Dremblay, um, which is one that um, Kelly's waiting to read. Yeah. And without being spoilers, it was too slow of a slow burn for me. Um, It was really well written and very atmospheric and um, a really good story and very confusing and eerie. But I think that. If I'm, I'm gonna think I need to go big or go home. Yeah, that might mm-hmm. be your jam. Yeah, that's okay. I'm something else that Kelly brings up, which I thought was interesting. We did sort of touch on it a little bit. Is that, um, you know, there's a lot. If you like horror, there's a lot to be found in in other media. So mm-hmm. like TV, mm-hmm. obviously TV and movies. So um, so she brings up the Castle Rock TV show, which I have not okay, seen, but she says fans of Stephen King will love all the references to his novels over the decades, which mm. I might check that out. Yeah. Um, 
And then um, what, what does she say about the oh the purge is coming out as a TV mm-hmm. show. Um, it's more dystopian, but also um, might be a favorite for horror fans. Uh, what else does she say? The terror, um, which was a novel by Dan Simmons. The Haunting of Hill House. The Haunting of Hill House, which really, yeah, which we talked about just a little minute cool. ago about that coming out. Actually, I think we talked about it in the last show too. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the TVs. So, um, oh, an American Horror Story. Yeah, American Horror Story and The Walking Dead are two big, big, big things. So, like, if you've maybe that's your entry point into horror too is mm-hmm. starting is watching some of that and then you know seeing what you like. And then looking for books, if you'd like to try some books. So seeing what you like in um, TV and movies I think, first. yeah. Or don't like. Speaking of movies, there's one that she compared to a movie here. It's um, Rin Chupeco. It's a, so YA fans will like um, The Girl from the Well and the sequel to Suffering. Um, and she compared them to The Grudge or The Ring. Um, tortured souls continue to haunt the haunt the living. So the ring is also a movie. I guess I've seen a lot of scary movies. <laughs> Maybe not a lot, but they really stuck with I me. Yes, I haven't seen. I haven't, you haven't seen, the, seen ring? the ring or oh, the grudge. I don't think I've. Oh, I think I did see the grudge too. I still don't want to watch any VHS tapes after the ring. Not that I have many opportunities to do so, but <laughs> not anymore. Uh, that but movie that's dated like, itself. Ah, like that's a yeah yeah. So Japanese horror movie things, standard Japanese horror movie things. I guess that's a thing, and mm-hmm. I'll have to look into that a little more. Yes, yeah. Um, well, so this is a lot of recommendations, and I feel inspired. Um, it's going to be, well, in this weekend that's coming up, it's going to be all rainy and cold, so mm-hmm. might be a good time to yeah. get spoopy. To, to get spoopy, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I am inspired to go back and... Look at, um, read, like, read a just a short story uh-huh. collection from Stephen King yeah. to kind of remind myself about what I mm-hmm. liked about that. But there were, yeah, there were a couple on here that I wanted to check out. Oh, and I still have one of the ones that Kelly suggests, Baby Teeth by Zoji Stage. That just came out, right? Yeah, that did just come out. And I have the advanced reader copy just sitting there. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. I know. Oh, boy. I know. But it's about, she says, reader beware. If you're not okay with a seven-year-old child desperately trying to kill her mother with zero remorse until the very end, you will hate this book. Oh, I'm into that. That sounds okay. I don't know if I'm into that. Yeah, right. Well, you don't have any seven-year-olds anymore. <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, it's I, true I took a class, um, Mad and Bad Women in Literature and Film, and um, we watched, uh, like, um, Demon seed? What the heck is it called? The good seed? The oh, demon seed? The seed? Um, that evil child um, with like the adorable pigtails and she shoved someone in the incinerator. Oh. Yeah. It's... I not see that one. I forget what it's called. I'll, I'll look I, that up. Every but. time I watch movies like that, I'm just really distracted by how they managed to not mess N- that kid up. Who yes. Was the actor. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> really... Oh, and, and this is like old. It's in black and white. That girl was messed up, that she had to be messed up. Well, it's, yeah, mm -hmm, exactly. Like the child actors and all these things. I'm always like, how are you okay with this? Oh, my God. Scenes are flashing in my head from all these scary movies I've watched now. They must do something, like like cut it or I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. 
Maybe is they where, use body doubles as much as possible. This is where my brain goes. I don't know. But so I, so you're inspired to try a little bit of horror. Mm-hmm. I'm inspired to try a little bit of horror. I think we'll watch something scary. Um, the What's the new movie? There was a new movie out. The Quiet Place mm. with Josh Krasinski and whatever. Um, that one is like you have to be completely silent or they'll hear you. <gasps> oh, God, Whatever no. it is. So... Um, <laughs> I think um, I think my youngest and I have committed. No one else in our family. It's likes, a movie. Mm-hmm, it's a movie. No oh. one else in our family likes horror. So I think, but but my youngest maybe likes Stephen King. It. Yeah, you should come over and watch it with us. She she likes Stephen King. So maybe like on Halloween we'll do we'll watch a spooky movie. And, oh my god! Yeah, you should come over. We'll um, you. Fun fact: We used to play the quiet game in the car when I was a kid, when all my cousins were hanging out, and it I hated it so much that I would just start screaming. So I was like, I don't want anyone to control my voice. <laughs> so well, saying completely silent for freaking monsters or whatever sounds awful. Ooh, this is going to be like it's the oh, most God. terrifying yeah, thing you've like ever seen in your life. And also, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, one more, one more recommendation. Um, sorry, this is another movie, but uh, which is weird because I've only seen. Pretty Woman and Mary Poppins, but and and apparently and a, a million, million more movies. movies. Yeah, uh, no. but the Orphanage or El Orfanato. Um, I think it's Guillermo del Toro. Uh, I'm pretty sure, but anyway, it's so freaky. Oh my god, it's so good and very well written, very atmospheric. It's in Spanish or Portuguese, so it's subtitles. So you have oh. to read while you're watching, mm. which is also kind of really terrifying. Uh, yeah, and it's very, um, it's like ghosty and haunted kids and stuff like that. It's really good. Okay. Well, if you love horror and your favorite is a book that we missed mm-hmm. in this rundown, please uh, tell us about it. Hit us up. Um, tell us why we need to read it. Yes. Leave us comments. Tell us why we need to read it. Um, get to us, you know, Facebook or on any place where you listen or to is podcast. it really your Instagram or your Facebook? Because <laughs> I now I don't know. Do, 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 do. Anyway. Yes. So, um, yeah. So yeah, get to us and tell us if we missed it or what you like about it. And if you don't read horror, mm-hmm. like, you know, we, we, dare we apparently do some, mm-hmm. um, you know, tell us if you're going to try something mm-hmm. that we talked about. All right, well, spoopy reading. Spoopy reading. (laughs) That's it for this edition of the Book Squad podcast. For more details on any of the books or events mentioned in this episode, visit our website, lplks.org. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe. Please rate or comment. It helps others find the podcast. Our Book Squad librarians are Polly Ken and Kate Gramlich. Our theme music is by Heidi Lynn Gluck. I'm Jim Barnes. And this has been a production of the Lawrence Public Library.